Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. Our Toddcast tonight goes along with what you guys have been discussing. We're going to look at a passage from Romans, but I'm going to call this tonight Island Living. Island Living. Now, we're going to start with the kids because we always do. I can see at least my kids in the back. You guys can feel free to answer this question. But guys, why are forts and things like tree houses, what makes them fun? I'm going to ask my kids. Why are forts fun, guys? I'm going to put you on the spot. Why are forts fun? Anybody have an answer? Because you can hide. Because you can hide. That's a good answer, actually. Forts, forts help you hide. You have a fort at home? Oh, okay. So it's the grandkids for it. Okay. Yeah. Not Heather's for it. Um, I think one of the reasons that forts and tree houses as a kid was, was interesting and fun for my siblings is because it represented autonomy, self-government. No girls allowed, right? You set up the fort, you, you're entitled to govern the fort, and... There was something cool about that, about kind of controlling your own atmosphere. Well, adults kind of have this mentality as well, and this is what I'm calling island living. Now, if you'll help me, adults, have you ever fantasized about living on an island? Anyone? Thank you, Jamie Rose, the, the one who's honest, has fantasized about living in an island, away from all the difficult people. What's that? You don't mind. I want to ask you a question. Even if you don't fantasize about living in an island, what do you think is attractive to adults about the fantasy of living on an island? Let's answer some questions. Throw it out. What are some reasons that island living might be attractive? Solitude. What is it? Solitude. Solitude. Good answer. Simplicity. Simplicity. What? Warmth. Warmth. Yeah, generally islands are warm. Most, most of them. Anyone else? Relaxing. What is it? Relaxing. Relaxing. Very good answer. No conflict. No conflict. That's another good one. Yeah. Escape. What is it? Escape, Escape from your normal life. Yep. No distractions. No distractions. Very good. Good answers. Yeah. Here are the answers I thought, thought of. No schedules to keep. Slow paced. Mellow, relaxed atmosphere. Somebody said that. Little to no responsibility. Right? Nobody judging you. Your own boss. You're self-governed. You can keep to yourself. And little to no stress. Doesn't that sound amazing? Boy, wouldn't that be a great life if we could all live in an island? No moose. No moose. I mean, I have that lifestyle. I have that lifestyle. Okay. Well, here's what's interesting, and, and you guys will agree with me. Ever since the pandemic that we have been through for the last couple of years, the desire for isolation has actually gone up. Have you noticed that? Even sometimes in churches. Working from home. Viewing services online, again, that's, that's, that's a good thing in certain contexts. And staycations are now all the rage. Oddly, people just want to be left alone. That's the bottom line for what's going on in our culture. Well, I'm going to read a passage from Romans because it talks about the church. In Romans 12, and I want you to listen to the words very carefully. When Paul talks about the church, you guys just talked about Colossians. It goes well with that. But listen to what he says in verse 4. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do, do not all have the same function, 
So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. In verse 9, bumping down a little bit, he says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, do you notice something? We do not get to live on a spiritual island, because none of that is possible if we live on a spiritual island. We are supposed to be together as we are tonight, a very strong symbol of togetherness. Because all of that that Paul just said in Romans 12 is impossible to do so if we're all on our own spiritual islands. As comfortable as it sounds to live on a spiritual island, it's incredibly dangerous to live on a spiritual island. Because we are called to function as one body, one unit working together. Because God built it that way. God designed it so that we need each other to accomplish our goals. We cannot do our tasks alone. Now, you guys remember, if I'm dating you a little bit, you remember the show Lone Ranger? Lone Ranger was popular back in the 1910s. Um, for those who are a little bit more modern, Rambo, taking on an entire Russian army by himself. I need nobody else. A little bit more modern even is Jason Bourne. Kicking down doors. I don't need anybody else, right? It's a concept that everybody kind of likes to romanticize as one person doing everything on their own. We don't need each other. But the reality is we desperately need each other. And to work together, we have to be together much of the time. Separating the members of your physical body. Imagine that if you could do that and live. And expecting all of your body parts separately, disjointed, to work together for a profound task, that would be a silly notion. They have to be joined. Joined together. And that's the metaphor that Paul pulls out. The Lord has taught us that we must climb, ascend to the hill of the Lord, to the, the holiness of the Lord. And to do so, we have to do it together. Because to climb without each other is to climb in vain. Now, if we could see this tonight, togetherness is actually a profound blessing from God. And as, as good as island living sounds, at least physically, I want to let you know that even island living physically is not a good idea, is it? Because a little while ago, and even, I think it's even a current show, there was a reality show on TV called Alone. Has anyone seen that or heard of that show? Alone. Ken? Ken, do you, want to, do you want to be alone? In the concept of this, what's that? It's fun to watch. The concept of alone is very simple. They put them in a harsh environment by themselves and see who can last the longest with whatever they brought, okay? 
and it's a harsh environment and they're all left alone and they have to survive for nearly two to three months. That's generally how long these shows go. And even, these, even though these people face incredible dangers such as predators and starvation and hypothermia, their greatest enemy is always the same one. The one that does most of them in is what? Isolation. And a lot of these people who go on the show are loners. People who already live somewhat isolated, but they put them in a harsh environment and they put them there without anybody at all. And 90% of the time, the one that does them in more than anything is pure isolation. As much as these loners believe they can last 60 days on their own, surviving, they're wrong. 90% of them are done in by pure isolation because we were not meant to live on an island but to live together in spiritual harmony. No matter how much time and effort it takes for us to achieve that harmony. And even Jesus lived amongst 12 disciples for most of his ministry. Did he not? Even the Lord Jesus Christ was not Rambo or Jason Bourne or the Lone Ranger. He worked in a community of 12 other men. And listen to these verses that I just shared with you. Paul says, Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. In verse 13, he says, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Does island living work in a community of being Christ followers? It doesn't. We have to be together. We have to work on harmony and togetherness, and we have to accomplish our goals together. Therefore, I want us to learn, Paul wants us to learn, God wants us to learn, spiritual harmony. Now, that's a tough task, and I know that. I know in America, in the context of church, that's a tough task tough thing to accomplish. Harmony when there's many different personalities and backgrounds and perspectives all in the same church. But Paul says, strive for it. Seek to attain it because togetherness is the greatest thing, the greatest asset you will find. Because once you find real togetherness and real harmony, you will accomplish the hardest tasks that God has for you. So spiritual island living doesn't work because isolation is a sneaky and deadly trap of the devil. As soon as he gets us alone, he gets us vulnerable. And when we're vulnerable, we're easy to attack, we're easy to listen to lies, and when we come together and we work on harmony, we're much tougher foe for him. Because the devil, even the devil knows we need each other. Correct? That's my encouragement to you tonight. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.